The FT. Nigeria's president, Goodluck Jonathan, is expected to announce in the next two weeks whether or not he'll stand for re-election. Tom O'Sullivan caught up with the FT's West Africa correspondent, Tom Burgess, to ask him what the atmosphere was like in the Niger Delta and whether or not Goodluck Jonathan has so far kept his promise to bring peace to the area and to allow for free and fair elections. I'm in Yenago, which is the, the, the capital of Bielsa, one of the smaller states of, of the Niger Delta of the oil region. What we're seeing here is a scramble for control of the patronage systems. Goodluck Jonathan was the deputy governor of this state. Then he was catapulted into the presidency. Now, in his own backyard, he has a governor, NCI to I, and they have different bases within the state. Now, what's starting to happen here is that we're seeing political violence. The amnesty we've had for militants, that is holding more or less. What is worrying people here is that this political game with the elections coming is starting to see rival groups emerge in university competencies, in criminal gangs, seemingly doing the bidding of the politicians, although the politicians deny this is happening, but what what no one can deny is that there have been four or five now political attacks, bombings on houses, uh, people targeted, and the potential for this to destabilise the state is very troubling. Now, you mentioned the amnesty there. That was essentially that was introduced to try and prevent militant attacks against the likes of Shell and, and other oil companies working in the Delta. The political violence you're talking about here looks much more domestic. I mean, is that what we're seeing played out here? The sort of people are positioning uh, for, for positions of power after the elections? The worry is that the, the militant activity, the armed groups, the, the famous groups, the Ateke Toms, the Tom Polos, these warlords, they really started as election-rigging gangs uh, when the military gave power back to back to civilians in 1999. What happened was that politicians and members of the elite in this so-called democratic era started to arm groups to make sure that in the Delta they would be able to win the elections. Now, these elections rarely actually occurred. They were ballot-stuffing exercises. They were fixed. But what happened was, after the elections, the politicians said to a lot of armed young men with no jobs, right, thanks, go back about your business. What followed was the long period of certain oil war, it was called, and then massive attacks on oil infrastructure which cut production by 40%. The amnesty seems to have dampened that for now. There's still a lot of activity going on, even if the attacks have fallen. The worry now is that that cycle of, of political funding around elections to militant groups could restart. Tom, the other thing that, that um, Goodluck Jonathan has pledged uh, as president is that the elections in January will be, will be free and fair. Now, there's been a long history in Nigeria of um, question marks over elections, uh, including the last one. Is he going to be able to deliver that? And in terms of his own personal decision about standing, what will actually stand in his way? Why would he not stand for a second term? The argument, even from some of Goodluck Jonathan's backers at the start of this year, was that for Goodluck Jonathan to deliver Nigeria's first credible elections, he would have to be a referee. He couldn't be a player. He would have to oversee the process and then, in a blaze of glory, deliver free, fair elections, stand aside, and take the international applause. Now, somewhere along the line, that changed. Allies of the president say, well, there's, there's no other candidate who could do the job well. Goodluck should be given a chance. There are lots of reasons. Goodluck Jonathan insists that he will hold these free, fair, credible elections, and he's appointed Professor Jager to run the Electoral Commission. He's a very well-respected man. The problem is the most well-respected man in the world would have a very difficult time dealing with the logistics of a country of 150 million people. They're trying to do some of the most high-tech elections in the world, a biometric system. No one anywhere has been able to do in a short length of time. 
Lastly, Tom, um, as I said, you're, you're in Bayelsa State. Are people there aware of the impending election or are they, there's a, an amount of cynicism because of what they've seen in the past? There are flickers of satisfaction that uh, an Ijor man from, from the Delta's main ethnic group, the country's fourth largest, is for the first time in, the, in Nigeria's history at the point of taking the presidency. However, talking to people on the street uh, of Bayelsa yesterday, Bayelsa is still a very fearful place. There would need to be serious guarantees on the day that the security forces will protect people rather than participating in a rigging exercise for people to come out and vote, to go out of their house, which is, generally speaking, by also a tin shack, risk their life to go and vote in an election where, from, from past experience, their votes won't count anyway. That was Tom O'Sullivan talking to Tom Burgess in Bielsa earlier today. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 